to learn these past few weeks that that the neshama has its own language. There's something that's called svasa neshama, and it, and the, and there's something that's called svasa guf. There's the language that the neshama speaks and that the neshama understands, and there's the language. Oh, sorry. And then there's a language that the goof speaks and the goof understands, that the body speaks and the body understands. And how do we know which is which? How do we, how do we know what's the language of the neshama? So, so the Torah was megalatas, the Torah revealed to us that kaisama leves yaka, the sagrad means that amira, which is loshan raka, I mean there's some that weren't here the past few weeks, so it's a little bit hard to pick up in the middle, but amira, to speak gently, that's the way that the women have to be addressed, as everybody knows, Rashi brings down, with Zaloshan, Amir is Raka, a gentle way. The men, Dibur, is Kasha Kagidin, means in a strong way. So the Mechaba that Sadiq here explains that the Svar Makadashim tell us that the, that the feminine Kayach of a person is the neshama. It's the neshama. The bini yaseira, that's the neshama. In order to address the neshama, in order to be ma'ira the neshama, that part of us that's called the nekeva, so to speak, in order to be ma'ira that part of ourselves, we have to speak in the language of the neshama. The same way if you talk to somebody, if you talk to a person who, who, who speaks Spanish and you talk to him in English, he doesn't know what you're talking about. Or if you talk to somebody whose name is Reuven, you say, hey, Shimon, he doesn't answer you. So we're trying to understand. We're learning Torah for years. We're saying Jewish words for years. We're doing mitzvahs for years. But we don't feel much. We don't, we don't have the Hisairus in our Avedis Hashem. So there's, there's something in us that's not being addressed. It's not being awakened. Why is that? It's not responding because we're not speaking its language. The language of the Neshama is a Lashon Raka. That's what we're talking about. It means... A, a language that is gentle, but we don't know what that means yet. Gentle, the goof, the goof speaks. The goof understands a lashon kasha. That means even the seichel, even our seichel, even our intellect <coughs> is still part of our goof. It's still part of our our physical our physical presence in this world, and therefore, as long as our way of davening and of learning. As long as our diburim, our words, are words that are coming purely from the intellect and not from the heart and not from that part of us that's rach, that's gentle and that's passionate, so the words are not able to make that kind of erasure on us. The words do not affect us. Now to understand this more, we'll continue on page Nun Aleph. Onam kan yeshun l'kudishi koshim nishtad l'varim. Kidei sha'odam yidabe dvarim sharakus. In order that a person should speak Dvarm Sharakas Words that are gentle Tzarshiyam Akkar Benefeshalai Begilu Yishim Emenetis Galai Sarakas In Dibur of Noivim in the Kudus HaSeichel When a person tries to convince somebody else With what he knows With his Seichel Harishim Akkarim Enim Akkar Sharakas That means that those words are not coming From the part of him that's called Rakas Gentle or soft if 
So now, a person is trying to say something with his seichel. You're trying to, you're a rebbe in yeshiva. And you want to get the boys into learning. And you tell them good things. With seichel. Good things with your seichel. And you're trying to say it in a nice way. You're a good rabbi. And you try to speak to the boys in class or to the children in the house. Something that you don't really feel deeply. It's not really in your heart. It's in your head. But you say it in a nice way. So he says there's a problem. Yesh kan kein stira I mean, it's better than God forbid yelling or screaming. But there's a problem. What's the problem? Hamakor makor guf. What's the makor? What's the source of what you're telling the kid? The source of what you're telling the kid is your brain. Is your intellect? The intellect is cold. The intellect is not is not lashon raka. The intellect is 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 not the ram hayaitzim and halayv from the heart. So, but what are you trying to do? Everything that you're saying to this kid is coming straight from your brain, just from the intellect. The intellect is really the guf, the body. Along the way, you realize that in order for me to be effective, I have to transfer this message from my brain, which is cold, cold and icy. But in order that the kid should hear it, or that the student should hear it, I have to make it into something which is more appealing. So how do I do that? If I'm a smart person, I take the thoughts that I have that are purely that's purely in, it's a matter of the intellect. It's cold, and I warm them up. How do I warm them up? I plug them in a little bit. I warm them up, and I say, <clears throat> "Listen, Tatala, listen, Shayfala, listen, my entire." And I say, "I have something so important to tell you." And you try to say it in a, in a nice way, in a sweet way. So what's happened is words whose place of this of origin, where do these words begin? These words begin in the cold intellect, in the seichel. Along the way, what you try to do, you try to run these words through the softness and the gentleness and the gentleness of the of the of the lashnaka of the nishama. The burm and nishama. So that these words should be able to be ma'ira the neshama that's sitting in front of you, that that talmud, that student that's sitting in front of you. In order that the neshama should be able to be misayir. Yes, sarach ladabri imadiburim shasharsham rakais. Vidiburim ka'elu nitan ladabri rakmin neshama. There's a basic problem. You're trying to reach the kid's neshama by using your seichel. It's not going to work. It can, I mean, to some degree. You're saying words of Torah, you're saying good things, it'll help. It's better than not talking at all. But how come, how come, uh, you know, like, uh, one of my, I, my, I had a daughter last night, she went out on a date with a guy, had the highest recommendations from the most chosh of yeshivas, and it's in here, unbelievable. And from the second she got in the car, all the guy was saying was horrible things. My Rosh Hashiva, so she says, yeah, my Rosh Hashiva doesn't know anything. He thinks he's a big lamb. Then my Yeshiva, ah, I guess, my daughter wanted to get out at the corner, but she didn't, she, she didn't want, you know, to, she didn't want to, she wanted to have their hair. So I can't, she just couldn't believe that the Borg were coming out of this guy's mouth. See, here's a guy sitting for, sitting for like the last, you know, 18 years in Yeshiva, whatever it is, 19 years he's sitting in Yeshiva. The last seven years is high level learning. And he talks like a truck driver, except in Yiddish. You understand? With Yiddishisms. But like a truck driver. He wants me to take him around for money tomorrow. He came into the from the Eretz Yisrael. I should take him for money. I have nothing better to do than take my Shiva looking for money. And 
like such deep what my, my daughter said, this is not God forbid the average Mostly they're very wonderful. Jerk. It doesn't really sound like a... Mostly they're wonderful guys, very nice guys. But how could it be? The cash is like this. Guy's sitting and learning Torah. He's in, in the most Hoshvi Yeshiva in America. And he's sitting and learning Torah, whatever it is, from what his Rebbe tells me here in the in New York, tells me he's learning 15, 16 hours a day, Steigen learning. So what's going on? How could that be? And my daughter doesn't get I must say, like, you know, how, you know, we set her up like on such a thing. What is this? So I, I said, I know he's sitting in yeshiva, and I heard, and they told me, and that he, the, 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 the question is, how is it possible? <coughs> Who's to blame for such a thing? If blame is not the right word, but where does it come from? So what we're learning now, it's, it's a painful thing that we have to confront, we have to deal with, even though people can come out, God forbid, all different ways from the best people. But, but how could there be such a mitzvah? The Torah says, you could sit and you could learn Torah. And if the Torah is being given to you, just from here, and there hasn't come into your life a person who's giving you Torah from the Kishkes, from not to say that he hasn't met anybody like that, God forbid, I'm not saying that. But whatever there is going on in his life, where he's he's hearing Torah that's coming purely from the intellect and not from the neshama and not from the soul. In many places, places, if you ask if you ask the rabbi, want you maybe the guys need a little bit, you know, something a service, whatever. So look at you like you know, like you're crazy. But, you know, I gave a shmuz on Friday for 15 minutes. I told him that it, you know that if they're not going to learn properly, they're going to go to Gehenna. What else do you want me to do? Like how much else can I do for this boy? I'm giving again a very extreme example. But the only way to wake up a Yiddish neshama is when the neshama hears words that are coming from another neshama, or from your own neshama. But if the if that Jew is if that Jew is hearing only words that come from the seichel, so the neshama is screaming for years. I'm waiting to hear a good word. I'm waiting to hear something. I'm waiting to hear something. There was there was I, I saw in a seifer. I mentioned this once in shul that I saw in a seifer. There was a Yid who came, he was he was living in Russia with the communists all the years, for all 70 years he's living there, and he's showing him mitzvahs, he was in jail, even like 50 times, right? one of these tzaddikim, you know, that lived like this. And he finally, he, he, and he was able to get after it, fell apart, Russia. So he came to he came to the States, and he went to the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and he went to Lubavitcher Rebbe, and Lubavitcher Rebbe remembered him, knew him from like Cheder or something. And they're hugging and kissing, and, and the Rebbe asked them, whatever, Rebbe uncle, what held you? Like, how'd you stay like he, you know, how'd you stay a Yid? It's not just a Yid. He was the tzur of a Jew, and he lived like a Jew. How'd you stay like that? So he said, vart. He said, one vart that he heard from the Rashad, from the Rebbe Rashad from Lubav, one vart. I told you this, my son. Yeah. He heard a vart from the Rashad from Lubav, that held him like that. If it was, we'd already be on the 40th website that day. You know, that, that shmuz we said now, now we look at Rashab is speaking today in, 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 uh, in Lubavitch. We'll go to the, web, to the website. That's interesting. Next. No, no, no. Next, next. Yeah. This, huh? I don't know. I don't know the word. It didn't say the word. It just said that Lubavitch, he said about this, he, he said, Amulagib Saiki had a Jew, that he would hear a true word from a tzaddik, and it could keep him going for 70 years. Seventy years in communist Russia in jail. Seventy, he was in Siberia, and and, he, and all those years he's holding on to the vart that he heard from the Rashab. Huh? Man had yeah. a young child. Yeah, he was a, he was a child, 
And he held on through, through the winters in Siberia, the Havart and the Rashab. So, what, the, the, what, what was it like when the Rashab gave, said Tyra? What was it like? Oh, we must that. Rabbi Zevin Zechazagavrocha wrote, because he was there. Uh, he was by the Rashab. Rabbi Zevin wrote, the Rashab from Lubavitch used to give, used to give Shmuzin, he would talk sometimes nine, ten hours. Straight. Rashab. With his eyes closed. Rabbi Zevin said, guys used to come and go, like, you know, they, used to, they couldn't sit like that. They would go have supper, they'd come back, they'd have a sit. And the whole time the Rashab was saying, Tyra. And, and, um, Rabbi Zevin, Rabbi Zevin himself said that, this iris that they had, even the ones that didn't understand everything, like the famous Meisim Chavos Chaim, everybody knows the Chavos Chaim that he was by. He went to speak to the guy. There was a decree over there, and the Chavos Chaim spoke in Yiddish. He couldn't speak in Polish, and he spoke in Yiddish. And the guy said, "It's all right, whatever. He, it's cancelled." But you don't understand the word. He says, "I don't have I understand what he's saying. It's a famous Meisim Chavos Chaim. So then, what does that mean? Chavos Chaim spoke such a language that even to a Ben Noyach, he was able to, to, to get through that to a Ben Noyach. He was able to reach that place. Allah has come to come when it, came to, when it comes to a Yid, like I told you last week, when the Chavos Chaim would say something. He didn't have to give. He didn't have to give long, long shmuz in the Chavos Chaim. The Chavos Chaim would talk to someone like the Maisim, he told us about Shabbos, Shabbos. You know the, you know the Maisim with that? With Shabbos? Yeah, the guy was smoking. Some Shabbos, Shabbos. And this, he, that is the rest of his life. He didn't smoke another cigarette. So some rabbi, some Amer- American rabbi said, he kept Shabbos the rest of his life. Some American rabbi said, oh, if only I knew what the Chavis Chaim told him that time when he went in to speak to him. So, so it was whole nice how he met how, how this guy, when, when he said that the rabbi was giving his speech in Miami. So the guy, this guy was there. He's an old Jew. And he said, what do you mean? He went over to him and said, that's me. I was that kid. That was smoking. I was a teenager. I was smoking. And the Chavetz Chaim was the one my father sent me into him to talk to him. And he said, he said so what, I always want to know, what did the Chavetz Chaim tell you? How did he convince you? So he said, he just put his hand on my hand. He started to cry. And he just said, Shabbos, Shabbos. What was it? Since then, I, I couldn't touch. I couldn't be in the Chavetz Shabbos. That's the language of the Chavetz Chaim. So that rabbi thought that the Chavetz Chaim said like some sharp thing. He said something sharp, and he said, oh, 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 Taka, I'm going to keep Shabbos the rest of my life. So what's happening to our generation is that it's like I saw, I saw in a cipher that there was a, there was a, he was writing in the cipher, this Bal Musa, that, that in his place in Ezzesel, somebody put up signs in front of his apartment they, apparently there were people that were making noise by the landing. It's bothering them in, the, in his apartment. So, that, so somebody put up a sign that said, you know, you're not allowed to trespass your neighbor's thing. He wrote down the we're in the bar, the post, you know, he wrote down the post. So this, look what we've come to. That somebody has to put up a sign and put the pasuk, you know, where, where the pasuk is. In order, to, in order that, uh, that the people should understand that they shouldn't scream and make noise to wake up children and so on. They have to put a pusik, maybe that'll work. Instead of just just people to being able to talk to each other and have seichel and to have a menschlichkeit, right? So what's happening in our generation is that there's never been as much intellect that's been imparted to Jews as in our generation. There's never been as much seichel of Yiddishkeit that's been imparted. Because it was never that... We never had such a time when people could learn Torah, stay in Yeshiva, and even the ones that weren't in Yeshiva could buy Svarim in English and whatever and can learn... So then you would think that there'd be such kavaldik and tzaddikim that would be coming out from all of this. So what, what's going on? Because the neshama doesn't understand the seichel. 
The Neshama is waiting for a word to come from the Neshama. For the Chavz Chaim to say Shabbos. The Neshama is waiting for that language. It speaks that language. It doesn't hear the intellect. It, 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 it enjoys a good svara, but, it, but this iris, this iris, that's the lang- that's called Lashon Raka. That's the gentle language of the Neshama. So what is the Lashon Raka? So he says, Kshamakar, second paragraph from Nun Aleph. When the words come from the neshama, he says, Then another neshama hears that. Oh, now we're talking. I understand that. I understand those words. You heard of him. Yishlam is a big tzaddik. Is a very, very dear yedid of mine. This. So, so then you have very people that some. Huh? So that's oh, that. okay. I didn't. I don't know. So the 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 they're getting annoyed. How come by our shmuz we have we have to lock the we have to have the gaver lock the door to lock the, that the guy shouldn't escape from the yeshiva. And if Tzimei gets up, there no, they don't have to put up posters. They don't have to put up anything. If Tzimei talks, there are three thousand guys coming to the shmuz. What's going on? So they could answer, you know, they they start with that. They sing a nigga and they're probably drinking. You know. It's not, that's not it. It's not it. It's not it. The same way that you have the, the Rabbanim. I had this, this, like, this Rabbanim Flappish was making a whole to do because they made a Kalbach minion and there are hundreds of people going to the Kalbach minion and it's a dangerous thing. Dangerous. They're going to the Kalbach. I said, what? They're girls? What's going on? What's dangerous? He said, no, no, no. They have a, they have a proper here. So I said, what's dangerous about it? They're going, this is So we never had such a thing. There were 600 people there Friday night and, they, by, and they, a lot of the guys left the, the yeshiva, the, the shul about the hour shul. They went over there and how come they, they you have to stay in your shul? So I said, well, what are you talking about? What, if you tell me that it's, that it's God forbid there's no mechitza, oh, oh. but you tell me there's a kosher mechitza, so you want to what? So why are they go, why are they going to the kalabach minyan? Yeah, you ever start to think about that, Rabbi? Why are they going to the kalabach minyan? Because maybe by you, luchot is like this: luchot davi, luchas kalo, bnei shabbos, the kablo. And maybe they maybe they're tired of that, and they go over there and they hear kalabach minyan. This oh, it's a different world, shleima. It's a different world. See, he stands. I said, yeah, yeah. I said, you just. You totally, you just out of sync. He says, "It's a shaila and it can help him shleim I said, "Do me a favor." You know, you, I said, that, that, "That's already that's like it's not on the table anymore." I said, "You're just not you're not hearing it. You're not hearing it." I remember when I was myself in a visionist. I was in a visionist in Bnei Brak, and the, there were guests from Chutzlavitz, and the and the rabbi said, "No, Negan," and and the guy started singing a kalach Negan. So a couple of chassidim. And uh, there was tumult going on, and somebody they went over to the rabbi. Somebody went over to the rabbi and said to him, whatever. So the rabbi said, No, 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 I was there. It's not the rabbi. No. But that's not on the table anymore. The point is, he's trying to figure out how come I have an empty shul, I'm in the middle of Flapish, and two blocks away, they're standing outside in the hall and they're climbing up on the windows to, 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 for, for Kabbalah Shabbos. For that, you have to be, I said, for that, you don't have to be a rugged server to figure out. That's not such a thing to figure because why? Because the nigunama from the neshama, and this and the diburim that the person's talking to them a little bit from the neshama, and the neshama of Jews are chalishing. They're tired of all the diburim that are just seichel, and the nigunim that the, that, that the rabbi sing chadaydi while he's looking inside, you know, the seichel or something. They have, they've had it. The ilum has had it, and and 
the 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 if they're not coming, if they're not yaitzim and halayv, and the nigunim are not yaitzim and halayv, like this music we saw last week, like the night, the new, this new Jewish music, whatever, the Kenny McCold music, whatever that stuff is, the the the, the hip hop with words from Tanakh or from the Siddur. So, so where's this iris? Where's this iris? Yeah, you get people people going to, to listen to it. They're going to hear. They're good because they enjoy they enjoy the beat just like the chais on the street enjoy the beat. But are they, but are they having? Is it making them to better Jews? Is it making them feel closer to the Bnei to, to to hear that pasuk being put to some to some thing? Is that making a person have a dveikus b'shem? And they can't understand. We're playing we're playing Jewish music. How come the kids are not getting closer to God? Where do those words come from? Where did the nagunim come from? There's a guy that they're advertising now. You'll excuse me for even saying this. He's in newspapers. He's singing publicly. He's a mezana. He's a knife. He was arrested in Israel for being with Madeleine for girls. And he goes in the, and and it's known in the music in the Jewish music business. And they zinc weiter weiter. And they put advertisements in the Jewish newspapers. He was arrested and they had to pay to get him out of jail. A mezana. A knife. And then we're wondering it. How come the how come the people aren't getting close to God from all these beautiful Jewish songs? Whatever they're singing, you know. How come they're not getting closer to God? Because the Nishan can't hear it. So what's hearing those Nagunam? What's hearing the the, the Nagunam? Only the Guf, the body. Not the Nishan. Because the because the songs are not coming from the Nishan. It's not Svasan Nishan. It's the Diburm of the body. It's songs of the body. Ah, it sounds beautiful. And then you and you stand there and at the concert with the girls singing and they already start the wave ready people tell me like a guy comes and this Balmanagan, the one who's the one who was arrested being with girls, he stands there closing his eyes. He stands there and he puts the sits down Joyce and I heard with his eyes closed. So that's not that's supposed to have his service. No, it, what it does is exactly what he wants it to do. That there should be girls that are sitting in the fifth aisle that are going like this. That's that's what he wants it to do and that he accomplishes. But but that there should be his iris his iris is when the neshama hears its language. Then the neshama says, "Ah, that's good." Then the neshama hears, and there's his iris of the neshama. There was how how there was a big the big tzaddik that to sell. I don't know if you ever heard of him, David Cohen, the Nazi they called him. He went with, he went in the, like a Nazi. He was a kaddish alien. See, he was he was he was a, uh, now he's a talmud and a neighbor. He grew up as a boy by the chavos He was by they lived. There. His grandfather was the rav of Rad. He, he, did he write Slav? Yeah, he wrote. He wrote on the Boer. No. But different Kong? Who's that? David, uh, you know what I mean? Not the Hentika. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the Slav. No, no. This is, he was next to Selig. He's a big, big Tzadik. No, that's what Fahabal Kong's office is saying. So, yeah. So, this 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 Tzadik, the Nazir, so he was by all these different Tzadikim, and he was by all different... And after the he had to run from Europe, and he was like looking for a Rebbe. He could so what, what was it that he, and he was by different big big different Rosh Hashivas so when he was on the run because it was the war he, World War One, he was in Switzerland he got out of Germany got to Switzerland and he was in Basel in Switzerland and at that time Rav Cook got stuck also in Switzerland because he went there because there was that there was that Guda convention at that time and they called him the, there was a Canadian and Rav Cook was going there and Rav Cook got stuck in the, it was the war and that's when Rav Cook had to go be in London for a few years during the Mokham so Rav Cook got stuck in, in, in Switzerland and they told the Nozer that, that, that Rav Cook is here from Israel and he was like, so he, he had somebody that made an introduction and and the Nozer describes what happened he said that there was it was very very early in the morning and he was staying there by Rav Cook and Rav Cook 
he said he heard some noise and he was listening in through his door. Rav Kook was Rav Kook was saying Birchas Hashachar, the brachas of the morning. And the Nazi said he was listening and he was kind of my neshama. He acquired my neshama, and till the day that I will leave this world, that's my neshama belongs to Rav Kook, and that's what it was. He was kind of my neshama. Why? Because he heard Rav Kook saying Birchas Hashachar. He heard Rav Kook saying Birchas Hashachar. Well, the Maisif, there was other tzaddik years ago, a long time ago, he went to the seat of Rabbi Streliska because he had problems, he had all kinds of svekas, and he had to travel across Russia to get Rabbi Streliska. And he finally got there, he looked and he said, and Rabbi Streliska looked up at him and said to him, Good Shabbos. And then he says, That was it. He went back home, he was finished, he was fine. He says to his wife, We're packing, we're leaving, going to Strelis. What did he do? He was a kishif, what did he do? He put a spell on you? That's it. Because the Good Shabbos was, was a Good Shabbos. It means a man's going 50 years, he never really heard a Good Shabbos. Everybody says good Shabbos, but he never heard a good Shabbos. Like where Rui Strelis, can he say good Shabbos from that? What was that? Good Shabbos. He looked at him, and he said from that place to his place, good Shabbos. And that was kind of the year for the rest of his life. He said to his wife, let's go, we're moving to Rui Strelis. Because I want to be a Jew, and I can't be a Jew over here. I could be by Rui Strelis because my rabbi. <clears throat> when there's such a dibur, when there are dibur that come like that, not that you have somebody sitting in the yeshiva and he says, "Ah, eh, my rosh hashivah is nishkan kaisa chach." My rosh hashivah knows how to learn. He's touching up his rosh hashivah. Could we be calling our children children like this? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. We're going to learn more about about lamaisa. A hundred percent, we could be calling our children. Ourselves. Ourselves and our children. Kaini hakol. Everything. That's what he says. Second paragraph. When the words come from the neshama, it's, a, it's an automatic thing. It's the neshama. It's true. There are some people that they're very hard. So you're saying like they could be in a house. This kid is very has a lot of a lot of barriers. You know, it could be a tough kid or in yeshiva in your class. It could be a tough kid because because of other you know many things that are going on. But if you keep it up. It, it has to work. If you keep it up, I mean, it's not going to be work if the day or two, but if you keep it up and you, and you try that, and the dibur between the mother and the father in the house, the dibur and the shaman, and between the parents and the kids, it's svas and the shaman, then eventually it cracks them. Sometimes you don't see it. Sometimes that kid can't give you that satisfaction. But later on, later on. The wonder that there's different people that have the that I don't know what you mean, but the Shalish and Shema, different people can get through to different people. Sure. Person, that's uh, he talks his language. He talks his Nishama language. Right. 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 And for another person, I might not do that. Yeah, yeah 100%. There are different levels of Zivugim, just like Chasen Kala. There are Zivugim, there are matches that. People that, enjoy being scared, bells, Satman. And then having. Being with that's uh, in That's the Nishama. And that's right. And, that's, and you have to recognize that, and you have to appreciate it, and you have to try to give Hadracha. You know, it's very hard with your children because you want the child to be a certain like this, and the child doesn't hear that that language. It's not That's not the kid's language. Right? It's not the kid's language. So, you know, uh, 
So uh, you, you want the, this kid, you want he should be a big chassid. He wants to be a litvak. This one you want to be a litvak becomes a chassid. This kid, you wanted his kid to be a litvak, right? His kid, Reb Shlomo was. I mean, the grandson wasn't. Oh, Reb right. Label, right? Yeah, yeah. But Reb Kiva, Reb Kiva, worked with that 100. percent And Reb Shlomo was Reb Shlomo. That's what they say. It says whatever. He didn't say fine. He was very, he was very upset. They know because they say in the veld that he said shiva, but I, I I looked into the and he never said shiva. But he was very. Where did you find that that he didn't say shiva? <laughs> from 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 the contemporary Reb Leibler's Reb Leibler's uh, cousin. That there was never because there was already already at that time there were people that were being might see lush deep, but they were saying that they were shameless at shiva, and already at that time they were saying what? Well, never happened. Like, never happened. Such a thing. Said shiva. He didn't say shiva. He was very upset. Okay. But they, then they worked it out later on. They worked it. Or a play play again, huh? No, no, no. Worse. <laughs> he became, he became, because he went to Kotsk. It's worse. It's worse. That would have already been manageable. But he went to Kotsk in those days. His only, his only religious grandkids, though, today are the ones that were the Hasidim, right? That's right. That's true. That's all, the, all the Litvaks became became Litvaks. Everybody else became. That, that's that's what what I, I heard that once. I don't know. I don't know. That's some sort of one, right? The Chassam Seifer is very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who are the Enikloch from the Gro? They name Who they? Who them from 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 the Belitzer? But from the Gra, there's there's nothing. What's from the Gra? Who are the who are the what's what's from the Gra? It's a pachad. Yeah. It's a pachad. Where did you ever hear? Did you ever hear of one? The Bidichu was children, the grandchildren, they were a very big heligi. So I mean the with the Gra's son, Rabbi Avram is the big said you saying, but Okay, there were different circumstances that were going on, but with the whole stalsis of of what you happened. How the ground today that we know they, There are people that they have been named Kramer that they that they trace themselves back to the ground. But but if you ask, if you try to find them, the Velt Rav Steinbach says Nin Venachet. He always writes Meagro. But but it's Vaita Kramer. They don't have a direct from the ground himself. Direct Ben Ben. Again, I'm not sure. This is what I heard. This is that the. the I heard. <clears throat> so who knows? But this, he says, Chazal second paragraph, second. Words that come out from the heart enter into the heart. That's what Chazal say. But because if the words just come out from the brain, that means it's coming out from the body because the brain is still the goof. And Kashim Kegidim. Those are harsh words from the body. Those are those are not the words of the Neshama. You can't be more than the Kuda Hapnimis Shalom Neshama. The inner deepest point of the Neshama, you can't be more unless you speak its language. And the language of that inner point is the language of the Neshama. So for all you're saying at the table, Shabbos is saying like I told you last week. You're just saying like some chap and some what the Haggad like we were talking about to say that you're saying. So then that, that, that's not going to do it. I mean, it could be the the kid is very intellectually intellectually motivated. Like I'll tell you, BDD, an interesting thing. Don't I'm sharing with the with the island. They have a Hashem. My son is. A, I have a lot of girls, and I have one son. He's a big, he's a big, big ball kitchen. But like I never see in him like all the, the emotional. You know, my, I don't see. It's like it goes like this. Like you know. 
everything he wants to just talk to me about Rambams. I'm trying to talk to him. I love Rambam too. I'll talk to him about that. And we, and we do all of that in all the years when he was a little bit learning Gemara. I didn't learn with him. Uh, I didn't learn with him regular Gemara. But then again, you know, I want to learn with him. He doesn't want that. So, like, if I, if I would say to him, you know, uh, how about a little bit of his leg or something? So he goes, uh, like to make me happy, you know, when he would be 15, 16, he would do, but it wasn't, he just really was. And I saw it, I saw at some point that it's not a good guy uh, to push it, and I just learned with him, you know, I learned them tomorrow, and Rabbi, I didn't talk to him about those things. So, and then I hear, like, when he's in Israel, so, so I, I hear that what, he didn't, he never told me, I hear he's got like three Chaburas going, he's learning Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, with this one, he's learning, he's learning the Shemi Shmuel, he's learning Tanya with this one and that. And I would never say to him, I heard you learning, oh, I heard you learning, because he would already. That wouldn't be good, you know what I mean? He doesn't want me to know that. That he's that he has this thing undercover that he like that he's that he's uh, not so far off from what I was hoping for, you know, in the family. But but it's a funny thing. It's a funny thing with parents, with children. That what what does it mean? It means that all the years at the table and I still try, there should be Svas on the Sham, to talk to the Shama to my children. And and you don't know, like you asked me, does it work? You don't always see it. You don't always see it. But I see the bleed on her when my daughters want to get married. <coughs> so that they, they 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 will only want they want so far Hashem they want to marry someone. You know my sons in law. They only want to marry somebody that speaks that language. And here I thought that they like not you know, like daddy's like always I'm always like a you know, strange and weird, my my young and like, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. they like didn't show like they were so into it. But then you'd be amazed. The Nishama hears. The Nishama hears this if you taught the language of the Nishama and the Shama hears, hears it loud and clear, and for different reasons that they, you know, they don't always want to let on. Like that's because I got because every kid has got to find his her own turf, you know. Everybody's got to find his own place in the world. I understand. So everybody's got to find, you know. So like so in the end, so this Chassidish Yeshiva was trying to talk to my son that he should go to the Chassidish Yeshiva and so. So, so my son didn't agree to go. He looked into me, didn't agree to go. So he said, but what? So my son said a good way. He said, he said, he said, I'd rather, he said, I'd rather be a chassid in a Litvish yeshiva than a Litvak in a chassid yeshiva. It's a good word. And I said, you're right. That's true. And go to the Litvish you'd be a chassid in a Litvish yeshiva is for sure good. That to be a Litvak in a chassid yeshiva, when I say these things, they're all beautiful, they're all holy. I don't say chassid Better. I'm only talking about from what in our family, what will... I'm not saying better, but that's what my son, but that's what for my son, I'd rather be a chassid and lift a shishiva, said that's true, then, then 100% you should do that. If that's be'emes, if that's it, then, then fine, right? But but what is it that, what you think that you're talking to your kids and they're not hearing, it's not true. It's not true. And forget, if you're saying things that are only from the seichel, it might look to you like your kids are really into it, because everybody enjoys a good chat, an intelligent thing. If you have a smart kid, they like something that's sharp. But then you're wondering, then how come? But then how come? Like I don't see it in his avodas Hashem that he's growing, because you have to talk from the neshama. You have to talk the svas on the neshama. It means dvar mayotzim and aleiv. Ve'i efshalayus nekudah pnius on neshama beleiv aleiv dey dvarim shabemes yotzim and aleiv. Imkain therefore, let's go another five minutes because I have to be some. I'm sorry, we got here late. I mean, I was ready, but it didn't work out with the traffic. Imkain matzava shel haadam hu. The matziv in our matziv in this world is this: the neshama is nimtzes behelam. The neshama is down deep; it's hidden. 
and if you want to be Megala, if you want to reveal the Neshama, all of Ladarba Diburim Sharakas, you have to speak its language. Kshan Neshama Shamaz Diburim Sharakas, when the Neshama hears its language, he mevines as sophomores, oh, now you're talking. And it's Messiah Hashayla Hirak, Kates and Bemis Yoch, Ladam Limsa Shosh Diburim Sharakas. How do you find these words? We're going to talk about this more, because obviously the main thing is we have to begin to talk to ourselves that way. <laughs> we're trying to talk to our kids. Ourselves, we have to talk. <coughs> When you hear a Jew, when you meet up with somebody and you see this person, you're listening, and you feel like, wow, this person is talking from the Nisham, you feel like You have to be careful to focus in not only on the smart things and how we say the Chazal, how we say the Pshat, but you see there's a Jew that's talking, make sure to, 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 to not only pay attention to the what he's saying, but how he's saying it, right? Not only to what he's saying, how he's saying it. If someone's talking to you, and he's talking to you from his neshama, and all you hear is what? You only hear, like, like sometimes I could say a Shia, and then, and then you'll have two people that went to Shia, and this person will say, oh, what you said was very, very good. I said, what, what was good? So he'll tell me that this. And another person said, what you said was very good. What would you, he said, that was every person, like you said, every person has a different Indian. But sometimes a person will say, ah, I really enjoyed, like you can come out from today and say, I really enjoy how you, you, know, how you put down the lid or something like that. <laughs> So that's not my tachlis, I'm not saying that, God forbid. So you heard a, a sharp word that came out of my mouth, maybe Hashem should forgive me if it was too sharp. But, but that's not, that, that, the other person comes out and will hear, no, I heard what you're talking about, the Svasa Neshama. So what, what he's saying is that you have to be careful. When there's a Yid that's talking about Neshama, then you have to be focused on that, not just that he, on the Seichel of what he's saying. Because in every Torah there'll be Seichel, but you have to also hear the Neshama of what he's saying. So if you can hear a two-hour shmooze from somebody and you say, what did you like about it? And this happens a lot with Bacham. The Bacham will say, oh, did you hear? I heard the Rashid was putting like something. Oh, right? You got a chap like the Rashid said something. Like, but, but the Rashid was crying and, and the Rashid was talking to him his heart. Did you hear that? He says, what's what's behind the words, underneath the words that were spoken. Of course, the, the Rashiva the, or the Rebbe or the Tzadik was talking, he, he dressed it up in Chazals and in, in different nice ideas to make it interesting. Of course. Of course. But, but did you hear what he was really saying to you? So the Chavetz Chaim was very old and he didn't have time to sit with this guy for four days. So he just said to him, Shabbos. When he said Shabbos, that was it. Right? When Mashpi is giving, when he was giving over to a, a child, to a boy, to a to a friend, to a they'll definitely, definitely will go into the heart of the other person. Definitely. When the Shama Tiskala and the other person is in the Shama will become open and revealed. Oh, so sometimes the person's giving a talk, and the talk is just, it sounds like it's just seichel, but you know that he's a person that's a high-ticket person, he's with heart. So then the person who's listening has to know how to peel away the layers and to take out from it the neshama of what the person was saying. So it's a malacha to do that, to know how to do that. To not just hear the talk, the seichel, but to peel away the outside and to get to the pnimius, which is the neshama of the medabir. But the bottom line is you can't go your whole life looking around for shmuzin to hear from other people. We have to learn what? How to be more ourselves. 
we have to learn how to be more ourselves. With your davening and with your learning. One one holds on to the other one. Meaning yourself to grab hold of yourself. Each one. Not I didn't meet that Rebbe yet. I didn't meet that Sadiq yet. I didn't meet that Neshama yet. Myself within myself. This is the general picture of what we're going to talk about. Mishtalav is Hashem. Behemshech la'aharchivisayi to explain more. Actually, you've known it's a koyach of yach that each and every one of us will be able to understand. Ran neshama takivis yoytzer and how neshama will recognize the one who created her. The gilui belibay v'sichla shaladam. Mamish in an open way. The neshama will recognize. The neshama always recognizes the language of the one who made the neshama. And that's the Rebbein Shalom. And therefore, when a person speaks the language of the Rebbein Shalom, the neshama says, ah, oh, that's my father talking. Just like when Moshe Rabbeinu heard in, in Mitzrayim, Chazal tells us that he heard the voice of Hashem talking to him. He thought it was his father talking to him, right? When Shmuel was a little boy and he heard Eli and he heard and he heard uh, the Rebbein Shalom talk to him, Shmuel heard he thought that who? It was Eli talking to him because Eli was the one who brought it, was bringing him up. Because that's my father's language. That's my father's the Shalom's language. I hear that. Like, that's that's what it means. Diburm of the Neshama. So we have to speak in the language. <laughs> that the Nishama can hear to ourselves, with ourselves, and with our children. Give us a Shem, we'll continue next time.